Here we go. The truth is simple, Diogenes. This is the simple truth number 19, entitled Plantation Politics. This podcast is about the American black community. Full disclosure, I am not black. I do have a smidge or so of POC in me, but who doesn't these days? I am reminded of Elizabeth Warren and her fiasco as a Native American. I have lived the life of whiteness, as the woke kids like to say, and I certainly don't represent blacks. However, I would like to better understand blacks in America. I have questions, things I can't reconcile or easily comprehend. And it isn't because I have no experiential time track with blacks. I grew up with a number of close black friends. My high school had a black homecoming queen. I've known what were called wiggers, that is, white people who act all ghetto. I've also known blacks who sounded a lot whiter than me. Unfortunately, I have also known bigots on both sides of the color line. I've read MLK, Frederick Douglass, James Baldwin, and Malcolm X. To be clear, I am a graduate of the Martin Luther King Jr. School of Race Relations. As I like to say, content of character is king. I believe in individuals, not tribes, when it comes to judging my fellow man. Humans are like tulips. They come in a wide spectrum of outstanding colors and interesting varieties. But in the end, they are all tulips just the same. One of the things I would like to understand is how the black community as a whole, it is never good to make generalities, but in this case it is nearly accurate, how the black community votes for the Democrat Party. I know this is of great benefit to the Democrat Party. All you have to do is look at the counties across the country that vote heavily Democrat, and a quick check of demographics in those areas easily proves this point. So I know what the black community brings to the Democrats. Every election cycle, the Dems trot out the race card and double down on calling their opponents white supremacist racists, regardless of the facts. The race hustlers come out of the woodwork and point fingers and spout outrage at all the conceived racism that is the Republican Party. Joe Biden famously cut right to the bone and said, If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. He even said that line the way he imagines blacks all speak. I know I would be offended. And yet, every election cycle, that seems to be enough. What I can't find, and believe me, I have been looking, is what the Democrats do for the black community. The Democrat Party controls nearly, if not all, major cities in the U.S. The conditions present in these cities makes that statement a complete condemnation of Democrat rule. This has to be painfully apparent to those living in those cities. And yet, it isn't a color thing either. Many of the worst Democrat leaders in these cities are black themselves. Somehow, the demon Democrats have gotten black folks to burn and loot their own communities, kill off their future unborn children, kill their own people, live in poverty, destroy their families, and fail in education. And still, they vote Democrats into power. Democrat race hustlers play on the fears in the black community. 
White supremacy is the real threat. Racist white cops are killing unarmed blacks. Black lives matter. And yet, 97% of the crime committed against blacks is black-on-black crime. This is not debatable. It has been a fact as long as statistics have been kept. The same goes for most groups. But what that means is that for every 100 blacks murdered, 97 were killed by other blacks. So if you really wanted to save black lives, wouldn't that be a good place to start? But mention that and the cries of racism fill the air. Shut up, you racist. Racist white cops killing blacks are the problem. The fact is, you could make all the cops black, and you would probably get more blacks killed. To me, it looks like black communities are much like urban plantations, and the blacks there are the own chattel property of the Democrat Party. If you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. What horrifically offensive pandering. Might as well have said, I own you, boy. Speaking of owning... The slave owners were all Democrats, and they fought the Civil War to keep slavery in place. The Republican Party, not the Democrat Party, was started to end slavery, and it did. Immediately following the Civil War, black Republicans were elected to Congress as mayors, etc. Not one was a Democrat. All the Jim Crow laws that followed the Civil War were passed and put into place by Democrats to oppress blacks. And yet, blacks vote for Democrats. So go figure. Maybe it's some kind of mass Stockholm Syndrome, that theory that tries to explain why hostages sometimes develop a psychological bond with their captors. I do think black lives are definitely undervalued in America. The proof is in the pudding. There is a reason why parts of the inner city are still called a ghetto. Ask a Jew sometime what that means. The ghettos of Europe past proved just how undervalued a group could be. And as you know, that did not end well. There are city areas that are called deserts because of the absence or shortage of the resources needed for community development. Popular chain stores like Target or Home Depot and the chain drug stores are absent. This results in shortages and high prices. It also reduces job opportunities. Areas called food deserts lack suppliers of fresh foods, such as meats, fruits, and vegetables. Some areas have 100,000 or more residents without one single supermarket. Instead, readily available foods are likely to be processed and high in sugar and fats, the trifecta of bad health. These food deserts can be found in other settings and among other demographic groups, but they are prevalent in inner-city black and brown neighborhoods. Three things found in greater concentration in those inner-city deserts than anywhere else are Planned Parenthood abortion clinics, liquor stores, and drug gangs not what I would call proper city planning for the growth and success of the people. Whether the founder of Planned Parenthood favored eugenic reduction of blacks is disputed, but the results are not. Nearly 80% of abortion clinics are located in or close to black neighborhoods, and black women have five times the abortion rate of white women. 
and liquor and drugs have been used many times to cripple a population. Intact two-parent family units in the black inner city have crashed from a strong 75% just 50 years ago down to the current abysmal 30% level. Education is another arena controlled almost exclusively by Democrats that shows a stark contrast in results for black communities. A recent survey of all high school students in Baltimore, Maryland, with a heavily black demographic, found zero graduates with grade-level math or reading skills. Zero. Not one kid. That is not because those students can't learn. And the one thing that might level the playing field, school choice, is severely opposed by Democrats. I would call it nothing less than planned failure. In the days of plantation slavery, blacks ate poor quality food in insufficient amount, wore hand-me-down poor quality clothes, and were often denied education and proper medical care, not to mention the other horrors they endured. As described by Frederick Douglass in his memoir, quote, As a boy, hunger was my constant companion. I have often been so pinched with hunger that I have fought with a dog, old Nep, for the smallest crumbs that fell from the kitchen table. End quote. Despite this treatment, black slaves provided high-quality work that enriched their masters. Today, it seems to me that the plantation politics of Democrat cities are a distinction without a difference. I would never presume to appreciate the full experience of being black in America. However, I can't for the life of me imagine that after what has happened over the last 50 years, I would ever vote for the plantation politics of the Democrat Party. And there you have it. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. Stay connected to The Truth Window by subscribing to my podcast at thetruthwindow.substack.com. You'll get notified when the next episode is available. If you stick to the truth, no lies can stick to you. So long for now.